the Shockcast, the Brandon Sanderson Shockcast. We're a bunch of mega fins giving you the news discussion and, of course, a lot of opinions about Brandon Sanderson and the Cosmere and sharks. I'm Benny, the happy shark, and joining me is Evgeny. Hi, Evgeny. What do you think about sharks? <laughs> also joining us is Grace. What do you think about sharks? Uh, for this episode, it's pronounced Gracie. <laughs> Why'd you go die? But I am uh, the gator girl on the forums. Ah, you like gators rather than sharks, huh? (laughs) Sure. Also joining us is Marvin. I was not ready for this. (laughs) I am (laughs) Pedro. And lastly, joining us is Joshua. I think that's Paleo. Oh, I'm Joshua. Well, that depends on which Aeon he uses. Yeah. And uh, uh, in fact, no, it has to be Paleo. Because paleo, uh, hey, paleo. guys, shut up. We're going to talk about Swordish shark fighting. That's what we're going to talk about today. It's like, hey, wait, no, we're not, Benny. We're going to be talking about the history of Cell. What are you talking about? Go back to your spot. And, I, and I'm Chaos. Hey, what's up? I think you mean uh, Chaos. No, no, I definitely don't. <laughs> this is God, I hate, I, I hate this episode already. So it's really close enough, though. Just embrace the. Aeon. No, I will not. Emb- no, I will not do that. <laughs> I will not do that at all. Never. I will not embrace aeons. No. Well, aeons will embrace you. No, they. No, they definitely won't. <laughs> You're not even saying that properly to first be aeons. aeons? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not, I'm not going to. And, and the comments will be very frustrated about no, the whole thing. I'm talking to Evgeny, who is saying that they will embrace you, but is also saying them improperly. Uh, that's because I don't know how to language. Great, me either. So that works out great. <laughs> in, in, in my head, I'm saying the thing that I know I should be saying. Cool. But I guess I'm just not good enough with my tongue. That's true. Uh, so let's talk about... Not sharks, but we will briefly talk about sharks. Very briefly. But I had that bit, so, you know. (laughs) I don't think I did the Benny the Happy Shark voice particularly well, I must say. Anyway, we're going to talk about the history and cultures of (laughs) Cell. So, you know, and one such culture has shark fighting in Sporden. That's true. (laughs) <laughs> we promise yeah it's true it's totally relevant it's yeah it's super relevant it's super relevant uh, so let's talk about cell so tell me tell us about some early cell history here <laughs> so the actual so the history starts with a devotion and dominion coming from yolin to cell yep mm-hmm so Cell is a natural world that presumably existed before the Shattering. Like most planets. Uh, maybe, maybe it had people, maybe it didn't. It probably did. Yep. And then, and then the D&D came and crashed the place. Yeah, and then presumably Devotion like helped make Elantris in some way. The history is very unclear to me because of the way the, the way that Chris's Arcanum Abounded essay talks about their relationship with the humans. It suggests that they're really involved with humans, but it also feels like they were shattered long before 
the human modern humans yeah. yeah so i never really have been clear on the timeline there let's look at that essay let's look at that essay the planet is bigger it's pretty big than, than the cosmere standard it is yep. 1.5 cosmere standard wow. uh, which we kind of generally assume to be earth-sized uh, yeah. because schedrio is about one and schedrio is about <laughs> earth so uh, gravity of 1.2 Cosmere standard as yep. opposed to Rashar, which is 0.7. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, I wonder if everyone on, on cell is like 20% shorter on average. They also have, they, they just have stronger bones. Am I right? Hmm. Uh, that is probably true, actually. <laughs> Especially those Doc R, am I right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's why if, they're if so you strong. Were, if you were a Dakar monk, well, on Roshari you wouldn't have powers. But if if your bones were too brittle or whatever, well, I mean, I guess they're not like physically carving them; they're just using magic. Okay, never mind. <laughs> these shards <laughs> were ex- these shards were extremely influential in the development of human societies on the planet, and most of their traditions and religions can be traced back to these two. Mm-hmm. Uniquely, but the very they, languages and alphabets used today across the planet were directly influenced by the two shards. But early on, the shards took an unconcerned approach to humankind. Yeah, as you do, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but So they were highly influential, but also, like, unconcerned? So I think that maybe, like... So the shards come in, they just like hang out on top of a mountain or something. And the humans start noticing things, noticing changes in the environment. They start imitating the shards. They try emulating them, worshipping them, things like that. So gods, but in, but in different gods, which doesn't stop humans from worshipping them. Oh, see, the, it's just that the traditions and religions were influenced by them that doesn't mean like they were but the shards actually were active involved in right yeah right like they they were splintered and then like the door and those those latent ideas kind of came forward from those and that that influence was pervasive in everything right with the door and you know how the magic and stuff works so i think that makes more sense but then the weird thing is then at, at, at some point in the distant past, both devotion, devotion and dominion were destroyed. So it's like that was also in the distant past. So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, right. Well, I'm, uh, I'm saying that the, the destruction... Past, they weren't concerned, but that they were also were influential, but then they were destroyed. Well, I more think that their the destruction past. was influential. And because that power was ripped and stuff, the way you're accessing the door is shaping all the languages, which really is coming from the shards. Right. So you think that when she says that the shards were influential, she's talking about after they were shattered? I mean, if you came to sell and you were saying, hmm, what's happening with the languages? Obviously, the door and things like that are very, they, they very much come from the, this idea of the land mattering, right? I don't know how that affects the language, but like the writing in Aralon certainly fits I that. mean, yeah, right. So yeah. in, in Aralon, we have aeons, which in their core 
mimic the geography of the land. Right. Which land then has a connection with the door. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I just think it's, like, related to all of this and the cognitive realmness, and they, they kind of talk about the language a little later. In addition, the rules of perception and intent are greatly magnified on cell to the point that language directly shapes the magic. So, I, I think it's related to the magic that, like, if you, if you didn't have any of this, then things would have developed totally differently, right? That makes sense. But so the, the shape of aeons come from geography, and, like, presumably that comes from the door being in the cognitive realm and attached to the land, right? Yeah. But, like, how, how, because isn't there weird stuff with Elantris, the city? Maybe. And, the, like I, I the power, weird. Yeah, the, the maybe the power associated with the like the alpha or the aeons comes from the door, like when it is in the cognitive realm. But the symbols themselves predate even that devotion and dominion. I don't know already because they like said early on the people already discovered the powers that permeated the landscape, like. Mm-hmm. It suggested that that the landscape mattered before the door was. Oh, yeah, that's exactly. a good point. Yeah, yeah. I believe yeah. that early on the shards took an unconcerned approach to humankind, and society was shaped by the slow, steady discovery of the powers that permeated the landscape. Hmm. But it it also it just says, "Oh, in the distant past, they were destroyed." So, mm-hmm. I wonder if when devotion and dominion arrived on. I was going to say on Rashar, on Cell. <laughs> if they set up either intentionally or not some kind of a some kind of a magic system where the land did matter to an extent, and so that was the and so when they were later on splintered and their power shoved into the cognitive, that just magnified in an extreme way some things that were already there. Do we think? And, and I imagine we're going to talk about this some more later. But do we think Elantris existed before Devotion and Dominion arrived? Or was it constructed after? Ooh, that's a tricky question. They arrived? Yeah. I think after they arrived. I think it has to be after. It has to be after yeah. they but, arrived. But before they because were you splintered. The splintered. Were you talking about before they were splintered? Yeah. Splintered? No, no, no. I was talking about the arrival. Oh, yeah. No, I think and it's so, after. And so I think that the original Elantrians may have built Elantris to kind of amplify this very low-level kind of latent magic in the land that was delivered, that was brought by Devotion and Dominion. And so the city, the city did, I imagine, a lot of what it currently does, which is kind of act as an amplifier of the Aerolene magic. But back in the day, that background kind of magic was so low you needed something like like elantris to to accomplish you know reasonable effects otherwise your aeon for light would be like a match like a matchstick and then after it was all splintered then the amplifier really it was like turned up to 11 and then you <laughs> saw really much more dramatic effects there was a lot more to amplify hmm I feel like that kind of has to be the case because how would you know how to build the symbol to amplify it? And there is this idea that Elantris was discovered 
mm-hmm. by the the first Elantrian king, King Rayoshem, they they found Elantris and it was just built, uh, at least the the base shape. Uh, yeah, and then like his daughter was the first one taken by the Shaod. And so I think the OG Elantrians were like way before, like the people who actually built that thing. And then for some reason abandoned it or were whatever. And then yeah, later comes Rayoshem and kind of restarts the thing. You know, it's weird to me that his daughter was able to be taken so quickly. Because isn't it like in modern times, only people who are like from Arlon or Teod can be taken? So like they had just arrived. Um like I'm I'm pretty sure that's right, but it just seems weird no, compared to No, I like, think I'm a little wrong. Uh I was just reading it myself. I it sounded right what you said. Uh the wiki says uh people like the the next generation of people, like within a few years or a few decades, people started getting taken by the Sheyold. No, it yeah, yeah it was oh, it was first the princess was the first in Reishem's line to uh, be chosen as a Lantrian. So it's sorry, it's it's his descendant, but not his daughter. <laughs> so it it, t- it did take a while, I think. Yeah. Okay. So that's what you'd expect. So probably sense. after like a generation of people being born in that area. A few generations, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd be okay with the single so, one, but uh, yeah, it doesn't matter all that much. But yeah, that's that's how I think the the very early development went. Um, there was no magic, or at least no significant magic on cell, and then the shards come, and now you have this low key kind of background magic permeating the land, and you can do things. So you can you can draw, you know, the the coastline and the mountain and the lake. Uh, that's aeon aeon, right? Mm-hmm. And that gives you some access either access to investiture or, or maybe gives you a key to maybe doing things or gives you a connection or something. But like it has an actual real realmatic effect. And then some people either with the help of devotion or not, I don't think we have a confirmation either way, construct the city of Elantris to, to kind of amp up this background and allow them to do more impressive things. And then something happens to them at some point, they were the Irie, and they just decided to take off. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, it's possible. Although I think the Irie are more recent than that. Yeah, I agree. But they go away. Devotion and Dominion get splintered. Rayoshem and his people settle around the city, and then they start getting, um, uh, getting the Shayod. Mean and turning into like modern Elantrians. Hmm. Egg and the Ivy have to be more recent because they swear by um, Domi, and so that's yeah. relatively recent. Recent, yeah. Yeah. Like maybe true uh, things. <laughs> maybe they were just like killed somehow when the conflict between ODM yeah. and like Devotion yeah. Dominion. It's possible. Like, yeah. Maybe like the the flood of power, just like wh- what we see, might have or Radon Radon thinks might happen to him. Like the surge of power, just destroyed them oh like, it could have vaporized so them yeah. yeah yeah i like that idea yeah i like that idea a lot because yeah. they they wouldn't things very dramatically changed uh, <laughs> the only problem with that that whole thing evgeny is just the idea that drawing the aeon would it have an effect because right now you have to be taken by the shayod to draw an aeon right mm-hmm. 
mm. and for it to actually do something. So, it, well, so it would have been it would have had to be before the shield was a thing, though, is what I would. Yeah, imagine. right, right, right. So yeah, it was so, a totally different system of being initiated. Yeah, it. a lot of things were very different, so it's hard to yeah. say exactly okay. what happened. Like, imagine how confused those early cartographers would have been if, like, just anyone drawing the shape of the country caused an effect. Darn it, why do my maps keep bursting into flame? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, I think that's reasonably solid, but I just wonder how much time they were there before they were destroyed. <laughs> like, Devotion and Dominion. Thousands of years? Who knows? I, I guess. I was like... Do we know desolations happened for a though? while yeah yeah and so uh we know that white well yolan obviously is the first then white sand then elantris and then Rainer we have the scale of the cosmere is like ten thousand years the, yeah. the timeline is roughly ten thousand years or something like yeah. that so it's on the and, order of thousands and odium has been engaged on roshar for i'd say at least you know four and a half since the last desolation and then maybe another three three or those four are Roshanrius, right so yeah yeah about the same. i mean on this yeah, on this yeah. order of magnitude it's basically yeah, actually, the same thing. <laughs> uh so so call it seven thousand years of old Sam, wow <laughs> well maybe the fuse are like yay Od seven thousand years in this system happy birthday odium hey <laughs> <laughs> Tanavas did a damn good job though. Like yeah. Over so over the course of about 3000 years Odium goes and <laughs> fails to find ambition. Succeeds in finding um devotion and dominion, splinters them, finds ambition, splinters him, her, her, her. Them, her. her. I think yeah, she. Yeah, I, I think. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uda's yeah. female. Yeah, yeah. And then it goes and gets stuck on on Roshar. Like Roshar was in a prolonged pro conflict. <laughs> <laughs> he would have wrecked a lot more chaos in the Cosmere if that if if Honor hadn't gotten him. In cultivation, so, I assume. So to me, that doesn't leave a lot of time for the really early history stuff to happen here. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 And so the other thing is. Everything before, because like Roshar is essentially Era 2. So everything before Era 2, Mistborn Era 2, that is, needs to take place in like 3,000 years, which is, you know, we have at least several hundred years of Elantrian history mm -hmm. of like devotion and dominion and door Elantris history. We have several hundred of Warbreaker. Uh, although they're not necessarily like back to back. No. We also have, oh boy, Scadrial. Well, there's there's multiple well of ascension cycles. Yes. So. And if each one is a thousand years, then multiple means three. Well, I mean, the last desolation gives you a while, so like you got four four thousand years. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Guess, like, guess, yeah, yeah. So. It's, so we got okay. 7,000 years for these things to happen. So, okay. But regardless, I don't think Devotion and Dominion were there for more than 1,000 years before dying. Like that, That's kind of what more. I feel like. That seems reasonable, yeah. Yeah. 
just in my super rough guesstimation, like upper bound a thousand years, you know? And a thousand years is seems short by Shardic standards, but it's still a fairly long time for like human yeah. societies to develop. Especially when you have shards around, yeah. you know, like shards can help a lot. <laughs> Devotion I mean, Dominion can be like, hey, here's this spaceship called Eurythiru. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, please. The, the rhythm of Eurythiru, November 7th or whatever. That's not the name of the book. <laughs> Seventeenth. Sure. Um, no, yeah, but it's 17th. but it's it's interesting to me. Like a thousand years in human history can have a very different meaning depending on on when, like which thousand years you take. Because mm-hmm. uh, we've had, you know, the last thousand of thousand years on Earth have been a technological explosion, right? Mm-hmm. We we start pre Middle Ages, um, and we go through well. The Middle Ages, we go through the Renaissance, the Baroque, the uh, 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 the Industrial Revolution, and now the Modern Age. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Whereas if you take like 2000 BC to 1000 BC, I don't think much happens technologically. Well, technolo- from a technological standpoint, but like there, there's a lot <laughs> yeah. that did happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean like... I guess because I measure the development of a society by its technological advancement. Uh, I don't think that's the only way you can measure society. I would not be surprised if back then they got fairly advanced and then the splintering and whatever war between Odium and Dominion and Devotion happened basically caused a desolation-type apocalyptic event for Mm. the humans. Like your civilization's crushed. Yeah, like that set them back a lot. A lot. In in the essay, I think Chris even speculates that the power maybe was not immediately pushed into the cognitive realm. It might have been hanging out on the planet somewhere. Let me find it. Yeah, I'm uncertain whether the their power was left to ravage the world untamed for a time or was immediately contained. Hmm. Presumably in the cognitive realm, yeah. Oh, that's interesting, yeah. Oh, and it and says, this all happened during the days of human prehistory on cells. So, so that, that <laughs> really makes me feel like the, the influence that Chris is talking about is all post this. And it's just saying that the shards' power oh, and the yeah, door true. are influencing all of this, right? Like, it's accurate to say that the door has influenced a crap load on cell, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But so, I do agree with the idea that the city of Lantris was probably constructed earlier on. Yeah, they would have to, right? Pre-splintering, but post-arrival. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense mm-hmm. to me. Oh, the power left to ravage the world untamed for a time. That, that would have sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's your desolation right there. It's just well, like... yeah. Yeah, that would... The door storm. The door storm. <laughs> it goes diagonally. Because it has a D in it, you know? Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. So let's talk about why Odium went over, went after Devotion and Dominion. Uh, well, Dominion doesn't surprise me because um, yeah. <laughs> I would be afraid of someone who wants to dominate everything around him. Yeah. Well, so the, the, the Brandon answer uh-huh. is, is, well, first of all, because he failed to find ambition. Right, uh, which was his top target, but the, the Brandon answer is because what's the Brandon answer? He goes after shards that 
he thinks the others won't care about, such as shards who go to the same planet and, according to some, break the uh, pact they made not to interfere with each other. He also yes. goes after shots that he thinks are a good match for him, or a challenge, or a danger. And I think devotion is sort of a good match for him because, like, he's the divine hatred, and devotion sort of is the divine love. So yeah, devotion and honor are kind of like yeah. his enemies in like very similar ways. I feel yeah. like yeah. you know, in alignment, like shardic alignment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would imagine also that he would not want someone like devotion around because it would be someone who well inspires devotion. And like can can like, like a strong emotion opposition yeah. against him. He, like he claims all emotion, right? But and like love and yeah. devotion and stuff, and that, that, <laughs> you all can kind of get that. devotion. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I feel like that's a pretty good reason to go after devotion. And obviously, Dominion. Oh, great! We don't like that. But yeah, I I do like uh, that this swab came out post Oathbringer and it's like, ah, he can argue they're breaking the rules they set out. <laughs> because killing other shards isn't. Well, I don't, I don't know if they established the rules on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no oaths. I mean, endowment was fine with that. Yeah. Ulada, good riddance. <laughs> so. Endowment's going to be so great when we meet her. Yeah. It, it, it is crazy to think that Odium went to Cell and killed two shards. But I guess yeah. that was the first real yeah. shardic death and the yeah. first really I big mean, conflict that we know of. And I least. guess because we know it, uh, if we assume it happened so early on, it also makes sense that he was even a- capable of doing it because like none of them were really that uh, familiar with their powers yet. Like says it is yeah. still struggling after yeah. 300 years to to really cope with this with this it- intense like, yeah yeah I, they they were a bit of a special case but yeah, yeah. sure yeah. they they weren't really comfortable with their powers but they also um I, I don't know if they really it's interesting to me that odium didn't really know what he was doing in splintering the mm-hmm. shards at the time because we've learned that like each time he's like killing shards he's kind of like learning how to do it a little bit better yeah so mm-hmm. to me the fact that he didn't really know what he was doing in killing them just makes me think in general i don't know that they really grasp like can i be killed what does yeah, that look probably. like how would that happen yeah. like they didn't even know any of these answers to like, these questions so maybe figured out how to kill the vessels and it's like and what the hell do i do with the power i have no idea i didn't really <laughs> like literally literally sweep it under the rug <laughs> well i mean you you wouldn't really know how that works until you do it, right? And the rug, the rugs, uh, the rug is uh, are the t- t- tectonic plates of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what else can we talk about about early Salish history and the the shards? What what else do we want to so, talk about with the shards? One one thing that is interesting to me, and maybe that's not this early in the history, is the influence of the shards over the various nations or the various domains mm-hmm. of Sel. Hmm. Also, that is interesting to me, is the third great domain of Cell, which we may or may not talk about as well, early history because presumably it existed. Well, let's let's yeah. let's go through each place yeah. in, in, yeah. in just a sec. Uh, okay. Before, what what do you guys think uh, Aona and Sky's relationship was like? <laughs> oh. I think well, they were together. You tell us. I think they were together. See, I know the ago. common theory is that it was romantic, but I think that they were actually siblings. Okay. Because I, I feel like the the like 
Arla and the Fjordel like fight with the Dominion devotion. It just feels like <laughs> sibling bickering to me. Hmm. And oh, I, yeah. I have this I have this whole uh headcanon uh, about uh their time on Yolen, but Jealous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh my th- my thought is their their parents died at a young age, and so Sky was forced to ta- like become kind of a parental figure and take on a lot of responsibility and like f- figure out ways to keep his sister safe and became like a protective older brother. And then like Aona kind of saw the sacrifices he was making for her and became like a was like a like devoted to him younger sibling and loved him a lot. And so like when the shattering happened, they were kind of like a little bit codependent and decided to stay together and go to sell. Sure. Works cool. for me. Yeah. No, the uh the like. kind of the romantic angle is already covered with cultivation and Yeah, honor, that's so. true. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is true. Um, yeah. I could I'm up, I'm down for sibling relationship shards. Yeah. yeah. Also, well, no, I, I, apparently to Brandon, Sky is pronounced Skay and Skazy, which I refuse to do because that is stupid. I do not like that. I I try to follow Brandon's pronunciation in most things, but so I can, I can meet him halfway on Skaze. But like, don't so, so, so. me, bro. Four twenty skies it. So <laughs> I, I I recognize that it's Aona and then Sion's or uh, Aona. A, well, no, I guess that doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, I was gonna say from Aona you get Sion, but then like Aona you, know, you get Aon. <laughs> yeah. So See, it's maybe, funny. I pronounce Aona, but I say Aeon. <laughs> so. See, uh, I literally cannot hear a difference. Like, I say Aona, like, like you say Aeons, but I say okay. Aeons. Oh, okay. I kind of I kind of hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't want to make this into pronunciation, but <laughs> oh, it's, it's interesting. Gonna get there. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't to to go back to the question. I don't I don't know if I have um even a headcanon on on what their relationship was. Obviously they had one otherwise they mm-hmm. they wouldn't have come to sell together. Presumably they came together? I am I'm going to assume that they came yeah. together. I think that's reasonable. I don't know if we if we know that for a fact, but it's it's no. unlikely. Otherwise like it wouldn't have been far between them the two arriving because like there isn't much yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, so, so one one thing that was interesting to me was the influence of uh, of these shards on various cultures because Aerilon is very like devotion centric. Yes, it is. With Shukorath, uh, Shukorath, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Shukorath and Shudareth are <laughs> one's devotiony and one's pretty <laughs> dominiony, which is kind of how we got. All of the ideas of the shard names, to be honest. Yeah. Well, Aralon is actually not the center of Shu Korath. Yeah, because they Teod. already yeah. worshipped the Elantrians. That was uh, Teod. Yep. Yes. Also true. But I mean, they're both Aeonic people. Yeah. I think only the like the pupil of Korath then moved to uh, Teod because he thought the Elantrians were a bit influenced, or like a bit. The people are too. <laughs> 
it's interesting yeah, to me that people are preoccupied. Yeah, it's interesting to me that they are. They there seems to be a lot of influence that we can see on around the cultures that are in the book Elantris. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Emperor's Soul, we're up at the Rose Empire, and then presumably there's some other third great empire. I'm curious if they have the same level of influence or if it's toned down more in those other locations. Yeah, that's the thing I was going to go into next because we've seen we haven't seen a lot of the of the cultures of the Rose Empire, right? We right. know a little bit about the empire itself. We know a little mm-hmm. bit about Maipon or Maipon. We know a little bit about the the Blood Sealers country with a weird name and that's about it. <laughs> But none of those seem particularly devotion-y or dominion. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Shay obviously has insane amount of romantic knowledge. Even, even like after having read Oathbringer, where we have Dalinar doing his thing. <laughs> she knows so much. And yet, very little of the shards seems to actually make its way into her culture and history isn't it weird how i mean i would assume most places have a a steady mix maybe Mm. it's just because in elantris we have the seans which are Mm -hmm. like direct splinters of devotion and Mm. in fjordan we have the skazy which we don't know specifically what they're doing but brandon said that they have a big stake in like the government and they've been doing a lot of stuff and so i feel like that might be the simplest explanation like that's where the two splinters are uh like Mm -hmm. you get the splinters of devotion you have the splinters of dominion and that's just influencing those places a lot whereas most usual places it's a mix i can see that yeah yeah and it could be also uh in terms of influence the fact that cell does seem to so prone to having these large empires take over could just be a byproduct of dominions in the first place, like our devotion. Well, I think the three big domains, because that, that was also talked about in the essay, the three big domains, that's just sells so big. And (laughs) so like Fjordan's like, yeah, we control the whole world, but the world's so big that we're just going to ignore the other two big domains. So, it it is kind of interesting in that sense. I was I was Domain, curious earlier, so I I looked it up. The one point five um, size scale or whatever gives you basically two times the square, the surface area of Earth. Yeah. Right, because we're talking about radius, right? With the one point five. <laughs> so the one point yeah. five radius gives you more than double the amount of like land, land. area as Earth. Yeah. Surface. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, we don't know how much ocean there is versus. Well, I was I was going to mention we we keep making references to the three domains. Yes, on let's talk about and the three domains. If you yeah. if you either haven't read or kind of unbounded, or if you don't remember this one particular sentence in Chris's essay in there, which is literally the only place where that gets mentioned. Also, the copper mine tree, the copper mine. Um, it's pretty good. It's better every day. <laughs> we work hard. I try to make it worse every day, but they it's more of them than there is. There's, um, you do work. Don't tell them. So the Chris talks about essentially three massive, like great empires that pretty much all of all of cells people uh, fall under, and we have uh, Cycla or Cycla, where 
all of the action in Elantris takes place and all the most of the places in Elantris are in. So the country of Aerolon is there. Uh, the entire Fjordel Empire is, is in there, which I'm sure at some point in this video, we're going to have a map on the screen. Oh, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> that sounds in like fact, a good idea. This is probably a good time. This is probably map a good time. Mode. But yeah, so if you if you look at the map, this this thing on the left, the tiny, tiny Aerolon is is where all of the action in the launch, well, technically all of the action in launches takes place in like one city. But and then the rest of Sikla is the Fjordel Empire. Mm-hmm. And then we have another domain, which is the, the thing up north, where we have the Rose Empire appropriately named Rose Barbarians, question mark, by the <laughs> Fjordale cartographers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiod is there. Mm-hmm. And so I guess Tiod is technically part of that domain. Yeah, it, it's interesting because the map is like, oh, this is Cycla, right? But it like has this whole like northern continent here, right? <laughs> and it's like labeled as if this is part of Cycla, right? <laughs> Yeah, but Brandon, the way Brandon talks about it, he says there is the the Europe-ish domain, there is the Asian-ish domain, and then there is one more. And it's like, well, you can you can make some pretty good guesses about what that is. So I think Teod, like the Rose Empire is not on this map, but I think that there's just some Rose Empire influence. Like it's North on that map, like way further, is yeah. the Rose Empire, yeah. right? And there's just like there's a little bit of Rose Empire, like near yeah. there with those barbarians, right? It's so far uh, away yeah. from the Rose Empire. So I believe, I don't know if it's if it's in Elantris or the Emperor's Soul, but I saw a reference on the wiki that technically the Rose Empire maintains a pass or guards a pass to Teod. Yeah, and so like that has to be the Empire there. Mm-hmm. Or at least that has to be part of, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, of, of that empire. It's one of the provinces that's maybe not, which is further rem- or more remote part of the empire. Oh yeah, like I guess just, I guess that would make sense. Yeah, yeah, I'd like, yeah, say it's very more barbaric because they're not like too close to the cultural center of it, and like they might might appear more barbaric to the. Or, or they just label them as barbarians yeah, if they're of not course. of the same culture. Yeah, yeah because, because they don't look the yeah. same, so they're barbarians. Yeah. That's what I would assume, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah. So we have these two. And then there's the third great domain, which um, we've, we've talked about in the past. Uh, but a, a good assumption is that it may be more African-inspired. Mm-hmm. It could be either like North American or South American in some way. Mm-hmm. But we think that a lot of that culture will get explored in the sequel to the Rhythmatist. And so, yes, Rhythmatist is not Cosmere, et cetera, et cetera. But like Brandon likes to explore. And mm-hmm. so I mean, it seems unlikely to a lot of us that he will do like a Native American, whether it's north or south, in one book and then into another. And we, we, we don't have, have the. We have the desert in the south of the map. So maybe like further. South, yeah, past the desert, African sure. Could be yeah. there, could be off to the side. Mm-hmm. I would totally expect it honestly to be off on like a, another whole separate continent. Yeah, I'm the, surprised that these are as close as they are. Mm-hmm. That's really weird. Like, yeah. Well, maybe that just um, indicates how big this 
cycle a landmass really is. <laughs> but it could, but, and maybe it's just not to scale, but like the they can sail from TO to Averlon in just a couple of days, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. A few weeks, I thought. I thought. I think it's days. I think Serini was on a ship for a while. We do know the exact distance, don't we? Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess we do. <laughs> that was kind of that was kind of uh, a, a big deal uh, in the end of that point. <laughs> we don't, we don't just have a rough guess in miles. We have the exact number of footsteps. One million fifty four thousand four hundred. Wait, 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 wait. One. One million five. Yeah, I'm. I'm I'm gonna do a oh one million fifty-four thousand four hundred and forty-two. Like a little over a million steps. Yeah. 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 That's like three hundred kilometers. It's like two hundred uh, miles. It's gotta be less what, than more than that. What did you use as a step? A, a foot. foot or yeah, no, but no, it says a step. A step is like a pace. pace. It's two. Yeah. It's two steps. Okay. <laughs> Okay, great. Let's double it. <laughs> uh, can, they're, they're not that far. It's I a couple a days, I think. I have a question on this map. You, you yes. know the Sea of Fjordan? Mm -hmm. On this western part that's cut off by the map, do you think this is like landlocked? Or do you think those are just islands and you have to go through the this strait and like this northern continent is separate from the southern continent? Because my impression reading Elantris is that you you had to sail to Teod, right? So it, it could mm -hmm. be like an impassable mountain range yeah, or something. It, yeah. Hold up. Where? So like by Arelan, right? Uh huh. It's like just northwest of it. There's a few islands. Yep. And then the map cuts off. I'm like wondering, does that go to sea on the other side? If we just went to the left of that? Oh, to the west. Yeah. Yeah. To the west. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Or is or are those two pieces connected? It it does kind of look like they could be connected. It right? looks like they could be, but I never thought the Sea of Jordan was land was surrounded by land. I don't know. If we're talking about the map, can we point out how there's like a landmass covered by the like Sikla sign that extends yeah. to Svorden? Yeah, it's it's really close to Svorden, yeah. where the sharks are. Uh, it's basically, like, you could take a rowboat. It looks like from Svorden to mm. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that just shows that this this map is not the the most accurate map because uh, they do not care about things that are not Fjordan. <laughs> That Fjorden doesn't really have many fjords. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I'm just I'm just wondering if if uh the, this northern continent is connected or not. Mm. I don't know. Might be. I, I just need like yeah. a little bit to the west to see. I, I feel like it's more like a Mediterranean sort of yeah, thing, just a few like, islands. Like a straight of keeper keeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Could be. But I mean, I guess they always sail to Teod because the mm. Teoish Armada, you know, they yeah. they got that. Or well, sorry, Teo like Armada. It's not Teoish anymore in the <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, walk, like it's still a lot longer to walk there than just sail across. 
If, if you're still listening to this episode, thank you for listening to us blab about Elantris and deep, sellish things. Now, granted, there's a lot that I think there's interesting. There's a lot of interesting stuff about Cell. And, you know, we're going to get two sequels. So I think that'll be really interesting. But it, it can be not necessarily challenging, but it could be different talking about a a world that only has one book essentially versus you know something like Mistborn or Stormlight or Roshar yeah <laughs> so much so much history so much world building so much culture so much magic that's why we're doing one episode okay let's maybe talk about these places let's maybe talk about okay. that yeah uh do we want the map still on screen for this um, yeah, I'd be, it'd be good. Yeah, okay. I think it's good. Yeah. All right, let's 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 keep the map. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a map guy, though. So where do I'm... where do we want to start? Do we want to start with uh, Arelon, the place that we know the best? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, we kind of already talked that Elantris had an unknown origin, right? Yeah. yeah. And then the king came, and I just just want to say, so if the first the people were like super wary of this, the Elantris, and the king like worked really hard to get them to overcome that but if you come to a land that's totally empty and there's like a giant glowing magical city that's totally abandoned would just it be glowing there uh i mean i actually don't know if it would be glowing yeah i don't think no, it would be glowing why not does it yeah, well because sure. the aeons on there were causing the illumination right it wasn't the aeon rayo itself i don't think and by, uh, but, but why shouldn't they have been there already? Like, no, no, no. I think I think uh, literally the city itself glows. I don't the only thing remember. That made it not glow was the Riode. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. 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 Okay. Just, but but still, this this giant abandoned city is just there, and people are like, no, I don't want to go in that city. It's I mean, creepy. that would be pretty king, spooky. That would. And be the king <laughs> is like, nah, there's nothing creepy about it. We should just embrace. There's nothing this creepy city. about I... the weird, empty, glowing city. They'd be like, <laughs> no, that's radiation. Like... We're gonna die. <laughs> like, that's not natural. <laughs> I, I the spirits floating around and stuff like no, that. No, I disagree oh, yeah. with all of this. I would totally go in there. What are you like? It's it's a sci-fi dream come true. Like <laughs> you are this dumbass nomadic culture or whatever, <laughs> and you're probably dumb. If you're part of a nomadic <laughs> culture, the views of Evgeny don't support the the views of Seventy Shard or Shardcast. <laughs> nomadic cultures are just fine in our book. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing um, wrong if you are a nomadic traveling culture. <laughs> well done. You Thanks for offending all of them. Splendid city full of splendor. There's probably like, seons floating around too. Probably yeah, right. seons. Oh, hi, it's welcome. Magical. It's probably <laughs> full of treasure. It's probably full of technology and knowledge. Is it though? Uh, Would it even I mean, work if it was made pre the splintering like things would be very different though right okay maybe it wouldn't have been quite as juiced up but it's yeah. still uh an architectural feat the power was roaming around for a while and there's just corpses and bones just littered <laughs> on the street and be like wow that this place <laughs> seems <laughs> great these glowing <laughs> balls of light who talk and want to be your best yeah. friend and follow you forever yeah that, that's like a, some siren stuff it's like oh they're they're going to murder me later they're not they're very nice but it's like hey i want to be your friend what's up what's up i like how it's betty's voice actually that's, that's pretty great <laughs> that's how they all talk 
I will concede that the corpses are probably a turnoff. <laughs> I mean, to most people, Evgeny, to most people. That seems like an okay point. I mean, we, we don't know if there were corpses there, but if okay. the power was roaming around and it was murdered in the conflict with Odium, be like, hey, that spooky glowing place with all the dead people and ghosts. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds great. Let's go in there. Like, I, abandoned cities are weird. Haven't you gone by abandoned buildings? They're kind of creepy. Yes, but I, but I, I think there is a big difference between an abandoned building or, a, or, or even an abandoned village or city, and like the architectural marvel that must have been Elantris. But I don't know if it would be an architectural marvel. It would just be like <laughs> the shape of it's it. Still, it's still a big ass city. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if you went to a place, you'd be like, "Oh, something horrible happened here." Like. I don't know. Oh, so okay, like you 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 go around the countryside or whatever and you see the tower of Babel. Mm. Like this is the kind of thing I'm imagining happened there. I mean obviously Elantris is not the tower of Babel, but it's this massive a little bit towering because the walls are actually <laughs> quite tall. Really tall. Yeah. Yeah. Erythirum is the tower of Babel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, is, it 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 really is though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It, it legitimately is. I mean, yeah. I can see why it'd be creepy. Let's, let's move on from this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, on this, this episode of Sharkcast is like, was ancient Elantris creepy or not? So you decide <laughs> in the comments below. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess it's, 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 yeah. it's no surprise that that became their capital. Yeah, yeah I mean. <laughs> and if you think about it, it's like at the very edge of Aerolon and like there's an entire stretch of Aerolon that goes even uh, as far down as Chindo, and they still are at the very top now, or north. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but I mean, once you start getting magical powers, and then you're like, oh, cool, this isn't so bad. <laughs> the, the city actually uh, came first, and then as the Elan the power of the Elantrians and the influence yeah. grew, they were like, we, we just might as well have our own country as well. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the NFLs. Oh, yeah, the NFLs. How'd that Super Bowl go? Ha ha! What about your local sports team? <laughs> You're welcome. One of those one of those terms that is is mentioned literally once. It is, it is once, right? I think it wouldn't it wouldn't not not to go on an aonic thing. Wouldn't it be Enifels? Could, could yes. be yes, it would be. No, it would be it would be Enifel. Isn't isn't E the one where Brandon is like, oh, it's Wait. not necessarily an E. You can also <laughs> right. pronounce it. Can not be <laughs> well, because Brandon there, doesn't want it to be. There, there would need to be an Aeon in there. Yeah, yeah, and that's e and Aeon so, Eni. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we know that's an Aeon. Uh -huh. I don't, I don't find this. And Enifels? Is, is e don't we have yeah, that? Enifel only mentions in the uh, annotations. No, it's only mentioned in. No, it's only mentioned in the thing on the Bodolai Aeon thing. Like when he was no. doing blog posts about the Aeons. Oh. Like this is deep lore here. Like this is lore that he made for jewelry. Okay. And so let's, let's actually talk about this. So Evgeny was just like, wow, I can't find this anywhere. And it's like, yeah, it's because these Enifels uh are mentioned 
in blog posts that Brandon made in 2008 when Bottle Eye Jewelry started making the Aeon pendants. And this is actually, we actually got a lot of lore from those blog posts about uh, history, like this King Reoshim. We get these terms, the early, middle, and late era of Cell. Oh, yeah, what does that errors, mean? That's right. Yeah, Fair. we get a lot of that there. And it's just <laughs> on blog posts about jewelry. True story. <laughs> Okay, so I actually pulled it up. You can find this in in Arcanum. I yeah, don't you know, can. I don't think you can find them on Brandon's site anymore. Which, oh, good thing we preserved that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good, good thing. Anyway, so I'm <laughs> I'm just scanning the one uh, where Brandon talks about Aeon Ini, which mm-hmm. represents wit, intelligence, and cleverness. Yep. And under the history and use of that. Uh, he wet killer. Oh, the shape of the Aeon is said to represent two sides of an argument interacting <laughs> together in different ways. I want to need to reread this because I haven't read yeah. it in literally a decade. Anyway, I know, I know. It's, so, been, it's been a hot minute, hasn't it? <laughs> history and use. So some scholars have expressed amusement that the symbol should come to mean intelligence in a broad sense as the classical meaning of Aeon Ini was far more narrow. Ini was the Aeon which represents, represented cleverness, the ability to outwit and outthink opponents. It was often applied in stories and tales to those who had a slyness about them. So like Loki, I imagine. Um, and <laughs> or, often was, uh, Hoid. Or Hoid. <laughs> and often was the symbol which represented the trickster figure. Indeed, yep. those who played tricks on others were said to be NFLs, literally oh. wit killers. Yeah, literally those who kill wit, wit killers. Wit. Yeah. Why do? Why was this relevant? <laughs> because uh, because we is, we were talking about culture. deep Elantris deep lore uh, of. Okay. Well, they they were spreading the word of Elantris's marvels, <laughs> the the Enifels, because. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> do do we think Hoyd uh, helped found them, or was sure? Why not? Sure, sure, maybe. Uh, well, funny you should ask that because him. in an AMA on Reddit uh, in 2015, somebody poses the premise that we have seen some Hoyd-related groups in the Cosmere. World bringers on Scadrio, world singers on Rashar, NFLs on Cell. Parentheses. This one is a wild guess. And then they ask if there is one on Nalthus. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's Rafa. Probably because if you're Brandon and you haven't thought about Cell too much in a decade, <laughs> you might forget the deep. It's like, well, I don't, I don't really remember what the early, middle, and late eras of Cell are. Like, eh, I don't remember. I mean, Lobs so can be contradicted like by later these eras. But we don't know anything about the eras. Yeah. <laughs> well, but we should mention that they are. Like, how do how much do we not know? We, we very little. Brandon, when asked about it, was unsure when the late era started. So there is a oh, 2013. God, these Atlantis wobs are gonna kill They're me. Old. They're old. <laughs> <laughs> They're old, man. We need a sequel, Brandon. So somebody in twenty in twenty thirteen asked what defines the early, middle, and late eras on Cell, which is uh, a, a thing that he mentioned in one of those blogs about and, jewelry. 
Oh, I was at oh, I was at that con in 2013. Spokon, yeah. Spokon. I was yeah. there. Um and so Brandon says, my instinct is, and I could be wrong, <laughs> yeah. uh, that if you were to ask me this right now, what I mean by early, middle, and late eras, it probably has to do with ancient being pre-splintering, not pre-shattering. And then the middle era is during Elantris' sort of reign, and then the late era is after the fall. Uh, it's probably what I meant. But that's off the top of my head because I wrote the AM pendant descriptions a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, no crap. Deep Which I, I think is, is a reasonable way of, okay. of, of I don't splitting. think you'd say the but Rayod 10 years ago. The late era begins, within, right? Like, yeah. Within the uh, Aeon Eni uh, blog post we just read, it says... By the dawn of the late era, about two centuries before the fall of Elantris. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so I guess we do know when that starts. It's <laughs> late era of Elantris. Uh, two centuries sense, before the of. book of Elantris. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what could have happened to... Is that just based off of Fjordan? It has to be, right? Well, I mean... It has to be based off of these... like, the Fjordan, the Fjordel Empire... I mean, these feel very uh, Aurelish sort of yeah. time scales. So, like, Elantris didn't even like, really care. Like, the Riode was not worth, like, having and defining a new era, but, like... Well, that's because they years. died, to be fair. The people keeping track of the deep history, like, were the Elantrians, presumably, right? The Immortals. <laughs> sure. Yeah. They died, and so there was kind of other things to worry about. At the time, and like you, you only—I think you only really name eras in retrospect, right? Yeah. You don't really name yeah. eras as they come. It's like, ah, time to start the calendar again, or something. Like you usually don't do that. It's like naming generations. Like you only name like, ah, these are the millennials after a while, right? What a child was born in Bethlehem better start counting the years than you. <laughs> yeah, right. It makes sense. <laughs> Uh, so uh, uh, I'm just so, trying to like think of like what kind of momentous thing would have happened that, in retrospect, would have been like, oh, let's this is a new era. <laughs> well, don't ask Brandon because yeah. he doesn't know. <laughs> Maybe it's just like a world hopper or like a silverlight sort of uh, denomination. Yeah. Like uh, I mean, it, the it, last yeah, it, it could years be of, yeah. right. So it could be. I guess that's true. Um, like an in-world, like people. Uh, uh, um, kind of keeping track of big events mm. uh, such as the expansion of the Fjordal Empire for example or something like that or it could be someone off world kind of looking in and taking in the, the development of the entire world after the fact and going well obviously at this point things started going down mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so the, the Fjordan converted to uh, Shu Dureth 300 years ago. So, I mean, I suppose like 100 years for them to kind of build that up and then maybe start conquering or something. Hmm. Let, let's, let's talk Should about we Fjordan. Yeah. Fjord, well, let's talk about Fjordan uh-huh. in a sec. Yeah. This is a little, a little more uh, Arelan and Elantrisy things in that. Well, you, you kind of you got to talk about the religions, right? Because there was. <laughs> Shu Kessig, right? The the Jindo guy uh, who wanted unity. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> you know. There's actually an old wob that I had Josh asked if devotion or if mm-hmm. dominion was passion, actually. That was that was one of the theories. 
long ago. So that was kind of amusing. But uh, anyway, so then two of his disciples, Korath and Dareth, they interpreted those meanings differently. (laughs) And so then you got Shu Korath and Shu Dareth. And the Karathi was more in this Aeonic area and uh, eventually did absorb elements of Elantrian culture, like Aeons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I guess makes sense because that was all in their naming structure. Like the language was, you know, determined by the Aeons. Yeah. And Teod was the, what's Shukorath uh, was. And... What, where do we know about the Irie in this time frame? Irie were Elantrians. Yeah. They were. They were um, pre-Rayod at some point. Yes. And they left before, uh, before the Rayod, so they didn't. They are also very yeah. old. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. They literally. Literally the name. Their name. Yeah. Ancient. <laughs> uh, I want to I take a quick look. It affected them in some way, Rafo. The Irie weathered the Riod. I guess that does mean that they, but they did leave before the Riod. We know that, like, there's a wob on that. I think the Irie have been around for a very long time. Yeah, I don't think we knew much about. They're very old mm. people. <laughs> okay, so so they're 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 pre-Riod. I mean, the the thing is, though, even post-Riod, there's a lot of time in here. Yeah. Uh, after the. That's true. Uh, refounding of Elantris for them to be very old by the time we see them in Mistborn, but mm, yeah. I do think they're pre-Riod. Yeah. yeah. And that's like um, why they weathered it and they didn't really notice it because they already had the door pipes, pipelines going. Yeah, I guess. Probably. Yeah. 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 An interesting they... wob yeah. that they are, like each member of the Irie is really, really old, not just the Irie as an organization. I mean, that means they uh, have some way knowing how to get through the door off of cell. Yeah, which is yeah, yeah that's a, that's a big deal as well. Well, I mean, apparently you're able to like be like half dead, and so I'm thinking of like whoever they what's his face that they dumped into the right. I know into the yeah. pool, and then he just like apparently like stumbled out, and I don't know. I've always wondered how he got out of there. <laughs> yeah, and and there was a while where somebody asked about Seelin. Uh, which was the the like the captain, the guard, the Elantrian, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, who succumbed to the Hoid. Hmm. Um, not succumbed, but like became a yeah. Hoid. Hoed. Hoid. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and they they dumped him in the in the pool, and he dissolved. And so somebody was was wondering, well, if Ryano was able to get out and like go off world, right, and join the the Irie. Could Seelin also have done that? Uh, but that was ruffled. I mean, See, I, with the thing that each individual member is ancient, I kind of think that the Irie was something that was maybe known pre rayod and then after it, uh, the, the new, newly chosen Elantrians just don't know about it, and so they're not really recruiting from any of the new ones. Or maybe it w- wasn't That's a formal... Formal group before the uh, the reorg, and like it was just these ancient Elantrians that formed uh, that just like they were together, but they weren't necessarily the Irie like as a group. If that makes Maybe. sense, and then after the reorg, 
others came to them like and then they became an organization that sort of also recruited people properly like maybe i don't know um but in in scanning through the wobs <clears throat> i've seen like four or five where just brandon goes on how they're very 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 mm, very yeah. old um so like i would not be shocked if they were like if brandon wrote a sequel and was like well the irie were, were the original founders of elantris i'd be like okay that makes sense yeah i mean that, that, that's that's yeah. totally true though <laughs> sure um <laughs> which would be crazy but and, and then in elantris we you know we the raid happened and the the books occur so neat <laughs> let's yeah. let's talk about fjordan fjordan no fjord less not <laughs> enough fjords zero out yeah. of ten no fjords in fjordan yeah. and, but they are described as sort of uh, imperialistic monotheistic vikings basically that's what the right. fjordan yeah. are yeah 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 basically <laughs> uh one of the oldest well one of the oldest literary works that at least Opalon and Cyclon knows about <laughs> is uh, Wern the King, which is very old. was like 4,000 years old? I don't know the mm. number. It was old. Yeah. And so like Wern existed long before Shukorath and Shudareth. And they, they converted to Shudareth for, for power. There's like there was like multiple Fjordan empires, and this was the third one, wasn't it? Well, this is the. F- it's the. Se- I thought it was the second. Yeah, the second. That was the old empire. Oh, the old empire. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, um, and they're they're ruling through religion now, not just direct yeah. military strength. Right. Yeah. Uh, not just. Uh, it, it it is a little more subtle of an empire in some respects, yeah. huh. but they they started. Altering the historical records like Wern the King. Jadeth existed before Shudareth as well. And they kind of adopted Jadeth. This is the wrongest possible way to say that word. <laughs> Look. Look, I don't care what you say. <laughs> why, why do you think I care what you say? <laughs> like, I've heard, I've heard Yadeth, which I personally subscribe to. I've heard Jadeth which I think is also okay, but terrible. And, and you wait for the middle J-Death, which is just... That's how I've pronounced it since I read Elantris when I was like 15, and you're not going to persuade me any, any other way, Evgeny. It's like, it's like Yasna. It's like saying... So is it like Yasna, though? Do we know that? Yeah, yeah we, we have uh, like somewhere, at least the government says that it's pronounced, uh, Che is pronounced like Look, uh, you can't why? trust the pronunciations on the copper <laughs> mind. I mean, the is entire Fjordal yes. Empire is so like Northern Europe type of culture. Like, trust, <laughs> trust the German on the show. No. Jays <laughs> No. <laughs> the copper mind doesn't even say that. Yeah, it does. Where? And on the, at the very bottom of the Fjorden page, and there's a reference to... Oh, yeah. Well, that's not on the Jadeth page. Which isn't working anymore. <laughs> 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 killed all... Uh, all the references are dead. 
They, uh, I watched his uh, recent, most recent lecture, and he also says to Isaac, like his essays on like the Sanderson's laws aren't online anymore. We can't find them anymore. It's, oh, the languages oh, wow, of Elantris. Really? Oh, see, yeah, if yeah. the languages of Elantris thing is dead, then we don't have to pronounce it, <laughs> any of these things this way. <laughs> Fantastic. So I'm gonna. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Too bad it's in the web archive. <laughs> oh, well, I don't like that. I feel that. like I could just create a fake uh, reference to like a broken link to a print of an old blog post, and people would just be like, "I don't remember that, but I believe that." It's like, oh, back in 2005. I mean, God, I, I remember the old website, like the old, not not the oldest website, but like Gen 2 website with, all the, with all the like the wax kind of icons, yeah. like wax seal okay. icons. Let's talk. Let, let's get on task. <laughs> no, he says, I added in a Hebrew Y sound in the form of a J is what he says. In the, and so Chadev is pronounced Yadev. Well, look, I'm the director of my own story, Marvin, <laughs> as Brandon has also said. I'm going to pronounce things how I like. Uh, okay. And I'm not going to have you convince people of these horrible, <laughs> horrible true. things. They I guess that does make sense. Sfra- they of the Sfrakis. Yeah. Which is a cool oh, word. Yeah. It is. Anyway. <laughs> Yadef. God. Thank you. Uh, was said to slumber in the earth waiting for a time when the world whole world worships him to return and rule the world but he was originally a minor god that cared for rocks under the Mm. earth and then Shudareth kind of grabbed I like, I like how uh, each time the uh, fjord, Fjordal Empire failed to like conquer everything, their their idea of like what the world needs just kind of like shrinks. It's like the entire world, and by that we mean all of Sikla, and by that we mean all of Sikla except Arlon. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the Skazy, they they don't care about you know such things as maps. You know, they don't need that. It's just it's just what we need. Did we talk about them? About their role in the... Skazy? We don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. There's a wob, isn't there? We know uh, that they are at least involved in the... That they're involved, that politics, they're pulling strings. Yeah. 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 yeah, they're pulling strings. We, we did mention that. Yeah. yeah. Brandon talks, uh, speaks of them as dark sions every now and then. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is, I think, an apt description. Well, we saw them. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we saw um, them at the uh, uh, end of the... The unnamed chapter at the end of the Elantris anniversary where Hoyd talks to the one and tries to yeah. get the Sheod and it does not work. Nope. Which is awesome, uh, by the way. I do, I, do, I do like that, like, in the retrospect, like, this, this is not a shocker at all, right? But the splinters of Aeona, the splinters of devotion are these pure manifestations of love and devotion, right? They are... Yep. They, they just bond with you and they want to be your buddy and they're selfless and they're self-sacrificing and, and all of that. And the splinters of Dominion just want to rule the world. <laughs> yep. They're running the show. Well, I mean, there, there, yeah. there, was, there was things where Wern like, could see the future. He had like <laughs> access to future sight. Like maybe that was through Skazy, admittedly, right? Like that's totally possible. But like there was this idea, like he sent what? Oh, who the hell's that guy? A Fion at the end of uh, Elantris. 
like this was she I, I was sent to the battle about, of terrorists I'm... to like uh like kill someone at the end and there, there's like this reference that um, Wern told yeah. him to do this and very much a future sidey thing yeah i don't remember that at all <laughs> no no it's, it's totally in there supposed it, to assassinate uh, rathen i think yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. he it was uh how he could get admitted to the one uh monastery that trains assassins Rathbor. Uh, Rathbor. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i'm remembering things but but like there, there was this idea that Wern could see the future maybe it was just because he's using the skazy to do that or he had access to other magical powers we don't know we'll find out in a launcher sequel because there's a lot <laughs> about fjordan that we do not know at all like the skazy are just like very not much we don't know what yadeth is either do we like we don't like that's got to be like something right like it's not um, just totally made up so i have a theory about that what me. so yadeth if that could be like the cognitive aspect of cell itself maybe hmm. interesting well, could be yeah. well like there's I mean, there's I, this idea about I, like the, the land and, uh, and the land's yeah. like living and obviously the planet itself would have a cognitive and spiritual aspect so it could be something like that hmm. like being affected by the door and there's kind of was it was stuff. it chris or was it the word of brandon that talked about the door being like a like a pseudo shard proto shard type of thing oh i think that's word of brandon chris didn't talk about that i don't think but like the land itself is is very important in in all these things so i i don't know i that's i would not be surprised if some point in the cosmere we like talk to a planet because that's like a thing that could occur they have cognitive aspects there's a bead somewhere in shades bar that's like it's gonna happen anywhere it's yeah. so right right about like, land yeah, awakening yeah right yeah. <laughs> god it's so weird it's super weird yeah i mean i guess i guess it kind of ties into pagey right we would expect something similar there sure Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not terribly different than Sprint on Roshar. Like, you, if you like, it would not be that weird if there was like, oh, this is the Sprint of the planet itself. But the yeah, Sprint like of the stone, like Seth talks yeah. about that all the time. Morning, <laughs> talking about that. The Sprint, sprint of, of the stone, stone is actually just Yada. <laughs> <laughs> it's a connection I was trying to avoid. You know, if if Trell <laughs> can be a craftsman and go to Skadriel, then why can't Yadeth go yeah. to Roshar? And that's no, it's, that's why Yadeth is pronounced Yadeth. It's because <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> but no, you got it backwards. Elijah says before this is why the J's on Roshar. Are oh old. yeah, it's yeah. deep lore, yeah. deep lore here. We've also got that connection that Shalash is like if you you can cut it up into aeons as well, and it's like beautiful and things like that as well. Oh, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> And did you know Ash fell from the sky in Era 1 Skadriel? So, I mean, it makes sense. (laughs) That's how you know the Cosmere is a connected universe. But, you know, Fjordel has the decor using bones and Mm -hmm. I guess Fjordel shapes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Human sacrifices. That stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Their bones are shaped like Fjordel runes. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it, it's like this yeah, right. Fjordan text that's on this map here that's displayed. You see, right? <laughs> it's it's, it's kind like, of that. like that, I imagine. Yeah. yeah so in, in my 
in my head, they are always, I mean, like I can, Nordic runes, like Nordic runes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And like, we, we've all seen the, and like, they're also similar. Like if you're more familiar with middle earth, uh, than our earth, um, <laughs> <laughs> the, can you name more middle earth countries than, uh, <laughs> earth countries? a valid group of people, by the way, um, <laughs> Which I used to belong to. The the dwarven runes are yeah, very yeah, similar right. to the yeah. Nordic ones. I yeah. I would like to point out that on the map of Cycla, there are bones around. And actually, if you zoom in, there are symbols. It's a, kind of the same symbol repeated on the bones, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh there, there's some on the skull. That it, that it looks like an Aeon as well. Like on the bones. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it does. Yeah. Not like the actually one does on the skulls. Yeah, the skull oh. is definitely Rayo. Yeah, the skull is, yeah. is Aeon Rayo. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird, especially consider. So, hmm, you know? Hmm. The skulls of Elantrians. Elan- Elan- no, 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 no. I have a thought. <laughs> <laughs> that murdered Elantrians. Shut up. I have a thought. So, uh, the first time I saw these skulls and like realized that there were actually skulls on this map, they made me think of like. South American, like Incan, yeah. Yeah. Aztec type of. They kind of do well, look like that. One of these is not South yeah. American, but I'm I'm always terrible with them. Or Mayan. What? What yeah. of Midland these is South, South American? American. Yeah. If you are of Mayan yeah. and <laughs> Central <laughs> South American descent, hit us up because we thought you were extinct. Um, <laughs> it, people of South American descent are extinct. No, like oh, Mayan, yeah, like the, the 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 people that Columbus wiped out. I mean, they're not all dead. Yeah, there's Incan. They're not. I think descendants. Oh, still. well, yeah. good, good thing yeah. we can we can get. If you're of Incan descent, Arjun <laughs> is very offensive, and please send your hate messages on our Discord server at, at Argent. Please do. <laughs> also educate me. Yes, anyway, please so, educate him. He needs uh, help. But yeah, so I'm I'm getting like crystal skull vibes out of that. Oh, great! And yeah. so in in a good way, not not in the in the bad way. Okay. <laughs> Where's the fridge? Uh, and <laughs> oh god, <laughs> I, I had lived years without thinking of that scene about Indiana Jones going in a lead fridge and it launching across uh, things, and it hits the ground, and then he's fine. Yeah, for years I was free of that thing. You're welcome. <sighs> anyway, but but it it made me think of okay, so. What if these kind of motifs around the map uh, are meant to represent the three domains? <laughs> With an Aeon on a skull? Well, <laughs> uh, granted, it's it not... It's bone, <laughs> so it's Fjordish. No, it, it's it's Rayo, so it's there. It's and in it's, world. it's in world. It's, it's like a Fjordel map. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they aren't really aware yeah, of this uh, third empire. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm probably Jordan overthinking is. this. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's mm-hmm. Similar to how we have this woman on the on the Shadesmar map. Yeah, Rashar, which Isaac right. just drew because it was cool. <laughs> Cultivation, easy. Um, <laughs> but obviously, the decor magic is more closely tied to Dominion, as you can kind of mm-hmm. tell. Scazy influence. I don't know. We'll we'll need to find out. We really don't know a lot of this place, really, yeah. and how it really works. How does Warren work? A launch for sequel, I believe, is taking place largely yep. in yep. the yep. capital of the Empire, I think. Yep. Is it? I thought yeah, they I think were so. going to um 
swatting i thought oh. well, like to the university and but i'm not sure or at least one of yeah. them went to swatting and one was a diplomat or something like that i don't i'm pretty sure it's the capital i, I thought it was the okay. capital too uh, definitely on a diplomatic mission i think like, i think the capital is Wern's seat ah it's great that'll be easy right. to write about <laughs> yeah. like Ah, and then we arrived in Wern's seat. No, the, the, it actually has a name. It actually has a name, I think. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's Wern's seat. Yeah, something with W. No, no, no. <laughs> Wolfden. <laughs> uh, it, the capital is Wydor. Yep. Yeah, right. Door. Wydor. Widor, whatever. What? Shut up, guys. No, I'm not. I'm not complaining. I just find it amusing yeah. that it's like, why the door? <laughs> why the door? That's that's how it's not even on the map. No, it's not. But it's, uh, it's it's mentioned the in the glossaries. Also, deep yeah. lore. Yeah, yeah. It's in the Elantris yeah. glossary. Why is the map of this empire not on the map? The capital, the map. Well, presumably, the like we're in seat is that. Yeah. It's got like a second name. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's well, a local they specifically name. marked where Burns throne sits and like <laughs> specifically knows where the capital is. <laughs> he actually sits in a throne the size of a city. Yeah, it's so big. It, but is it a creepy city or not? Like we need to know. <laughs> no, he saw the no, city no. and it was abandoned. Would it be creepy? All the corpses uh, sacrificed by the dark. Yeah, Lord sure. Why not? So, yeah, it yeah. would be creepy. It's it's a giant seat that he sits on, but also it's a giant building that people live in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we have left the rails. Let's talk about other countries in the uh, yeah. Fjordal Empire. We got Svorden, a place of knowledge and shark fighting. There it I is. Like um, we, we did they it. They are known for their universities, their culture. <laughs> There was there was a bit about how some further scientists thought that people can only learn six languages, mm. like that. Like you can't learn more. Um, there were a couple of a couple of like discoveries that were mentioned, or maybe not discoveries at the time, but like ideas proposed by further scientists that we recognize as true um, objectively, but to people in the world, they were like new things right uh and so it, it, it sounds like a cool place yeah. yeah i was gonna say svorden is interesting because compared to seemingly the other countries taken over by fjordal they have a very friendly relationship mm. yeah. and it seems almost like maybe that uh the, the initial svorden was almost a willing thing where they willingly joined yeah. that's just speculation on my part but if they they also maintained most of the culture like a lot of the other places are basically fjordal now yeah. and uh swanson has its own language and own culture like yeah, this I, fighting. <laughs> I i do wonder if it was more of an active decision on fjorden where they were like there are smart people in there we don't want to like we want that <laughs> We don't want the land, we want the smart people. So we're going to absorb that in the empire and we'll just let them do their own thing and they will be like a sovereign nation. I always thought it was interesting that, I don't know, there's several characters that are very familiar with the country and that um, Lukel's wife is from there. Yep. Mm -hmm. But, they, but they, have, they still have a very negative view of Fjordan. And that's always struck me as kind of odd that it's like, oh, we went to like the university there and... and 
and everything that's inside the empire, but they were still very opposed to the empire coming in. I mean, on uh, the map, you still see that uh, Fjordan has like forts um, on the border to Swarden. So, like, maybe the subjugation is more tenuous than we, uh, than Cyclop or uh, Fjordan um, portrays it, maybe. Like, so on this point, um, Josh, I think this mimics a lot of what happens in like Earth history. Uh, so I am, I, I suck at history, <laughs> but the country I'm from has spent like a grand total of like seven centuries being subjugated by a neighboring country. So first the Byzantine empire and later by the Ottoman empire. And during a lot of that time, people from my country, people from Bulgaria would like wealthy people, mind you, would go to those dominating empires, learn from, you know, study in universities and, and whatnot, come back. And so like, you have this exact kind of relationship where you go to the place where the knowledge is and where the power is, and then you come back and you, you still resent the empire because they're doing like, they, they've taken over, right? Right. But that doesn't stop you from recognizing that this is where the good stuff is. Sure. Makes <laughs> yeah, sense. Makes sense. Yeah. We got we got other places. We have Jador, uh, Yador, whatever. Whatever. Probably Chador because like it's Chindo in <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what how I'm supposed yeah. to pronounce J's anymore <laughs> on any of these things. So keeps you guessing. I think um, Chindo are pronounced Chindo and the Chado are ethnically Chindo, so it also is Chado. <laughs> Maybe it's a little bit about yeah. Giador. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Are they are they even mentioned in the books? I don't know. Yeah, they are. Yeah. 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 They uh they developed the um the sword that they uh, yeah the sword mm-hmm. yeah yeah that they fence with yep it's mm-hmm. really important stuff yeah <laughs> yep uh then we have uh Hragen, which uh the, I think there's Hragesh weed soup so that's exciting uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you know you're just learning all sorts of things now there's one interesting one Hravel, where Fortin makes potions or. Uh, and the poisons and stuff. And that stuff's kind of freaking weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, that, if you don't remember, is the guy that Hraithen spoke with through a Seon, Seon rather, to get the potion that would make him and Serini look like Elantrians. Yeah. It's like, there's probably some magical stuff going on there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Um, didn't Brandon talk about a magic system on cell that had to do with like cocktails? Uh, or I don't mixing know. It drinks? Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> you access the door, various yeah. I mean, bartending abilities. I mean, how how do you think we get the Jagger bomb? <laughs> During the day, Fortin is a bar t- uh, barkeeper and in the evenings, <laughs> he does his potions. Oh, oh no, we, we, we have one in 2016 that says, uh, are Fortin's potions magical? And Brandon says, they are invested magical. Yeah. So, yeah, they are. Yeah. I think uh, 
a common theory is like that the the motions you have uh, you do when stirring the potion sort of have to resemble Provel. Um, oh sure, why not? Yeah, yeah, right. Of course. Yeah, that's like what what I have heard a lot. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> How often have like you heard this? <laughs> it's like oh yeah, the theory about Provel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear it a lot, all the time, every day. Comes, when, it, when it comes up, it generally this, like, what else would there be that you could influence in a potion that has, is connected to the landscape? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's The specific ingredients probably have to come from there, maybe, but yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 That's, that's so interesting. <laughs> uh, just oh, like... Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe you have to, like... As you were, so you, you you brew the potion just fine, and then as you're bottling it, it has like you have to drive it through this, yeah, like glass containers that are shaped in a specific way, and so the the potion moves along a specific path, and like that, like like a centrifuge a little bit, mm-hmm. and and that picks up investiture for whatever reason because cell. I think stirring motions are a little easier. But <laughs> 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 I mean, I mean, that's convenient in a nation that's almost like a circle. Yeah. <laughs> and Provel is, I'm just going to ignore that, uh, is very isolated. And and you know, there's not many Jarethi priests there. So it's, yeah. it's kind of the backwaters. And then there's, oh God, Gyant, Gaunt, sure, whatever. And nothing Giant. interesting is there. Uh, and... Yeah. Other than the city of Velf, I guess, which is an amazing name. <laughs> Velf. <laughs> and uh, nothing really interesting. They speak for Adele. So neat. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, so this is also- uh, not necessarily specifically related to any one country, but there's also the Yesker. Yep. Well, they are an interesting thing. See, I always say, I yeah. always said Jesker. I'm, I'm okay with Jesker. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, great. I'm glad. Yeah. But I prefer Jesker, but I will accept this. Well, because Jesker was one of the most ancient religions on, mm-hmm. at least on Cycla, right? Uh, and they yeah. talked about the door. So that a lot of that really old stuff that Galadon was talking about was Jesker. And that kind of was destroyed when... Duladel was overthrown, right? Let's do a quick copper mind. Oh, I don't think the Jessica article is very good. Well, looks good. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I guess the Jessica. Article, I mean, I guess you reviewed it. I, I guess I reviewed it, so I guess Yikes. it's okay. <laughs> in in twenty eighteen. In twenty eighteen, so. I gotta add to that Hrovel <laughs> article though. But the the top quote of the article is a quote from Galadon, mm-hmm. uh, who explains to Rayodan the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, and cites that Yesker teaches that only humans have the ability or the curse of being oblivious to the door. What's the context of that? I don't know. But, uh, uh, but Jesker involves spirits, and the door mm-hmm. is the over spirit. The over spirit. <laughs> like, isn't that crazy? That is so extra. I know, I know. Uh, and then the Yeskeri mysteries are some cult that yep. is inspired by the Yesker. Yeah. But Galadon thinks they're trash. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess 
maybe there's some they dominion influence there yeah. like some human sacrifice to try and like influence the door that's kind of what it felt like mm-hmm. to me yeah it's the the human sex so i've never i've never i don't know maybe i'm weird in this but i don't think about human sacrifice <laughs> a lot um <laughs> that's good i'm glad <laughs> but now but now that i'm thinking about it i wonder if there is like if there are some some residual pieces of knowledge in the Yeskiri mysteries that tie like that share history with the monasteries, the Fiordo monasteries. And and so like you get this this human sacrifice common theme that runs in both a little bit. And so like there's a grain of truth to hey, if you kill humans, you can get power. Yeah. But but the mysteries just completely get the idea wrong. Yeah, and like there's something <laughs> to the door, but like you're not influencing it yeah. really here. So I don't know. We there's a lot of Fjordan that we still have to learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We kind of talked about the Rose Empire, but we we really don't know that much about it either. Yeah. All things considered. We didn't talk about the Jindo at all, and we at least know they also have Oh the Jindo, yeah. The Jindo yeah. was where Shukasig was from. Yeah. Um, and they have a way of accessing the door. Yep, the Cheshan <laughs> yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Which is huh. weird. Which is weird. All yeah. of the stuff yeah. is very weird. Most of them like, are. They're, they're doing this kata type thing. And like mm-hmm. I guess the shapes that they make and the motions that they go through infuse their bodies with the door. Because like... Oh, they actually invest in. their body? <laughs> right, 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 right. Like Shuden fuses the Roshar was, was doing these like super powerful punches and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah that it's super weird. But I guess the Rose Empire—they have romatics, a lot of it, mm-hmm. or at least the Forgers do. Yeah, the uh, the Grands didn't seem. They thought it's weird. Well, yeah. I mean, it makes sense that the magic users would understand the magic concepts better, right? Yeah, the, the Forgers, because they're actually influencing those things. Whereas if you didn't have those and you thought that that was forgery was heresy you'd think they're full of crap right mm-hmm. yeah i don't know but like that's this is a huge domain that we know so little about give us yeah. give us this emperor's soul sequel brandon like that's that's <laughs> yeah. kind of neat to think about but i also yeah. don't want you to ruin emperor's soul god there's there's so much depth emperor's to, new soul to <laughs> <laughs> to emperor to, to soul <laughs> to everything that brandon writes like we have Elantris and we have the Emperor's Soul and with, with as little as we know about so many of these places, there are hints at such depth in yeah. all of them that like I can I can see, you know, like a three book, a five book series uh, that easily has enough material and enough world building to cover all of that. I mean, we don't know where the third Elantris book will be set, presumably somewhere else. Yeah. And so who knows? It's impossible Probably in the Third Empire. Maybe I, I would hope yeah. we would see the Third oh, yeah. Empire. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And speaking of the Third Empire, I mean, we really talked about all we know. It's like, yeah. it's, yeah. it's not Europe and it's not Asia. So I'm going <laughs> to go with Africa. Yeah. Yep. Antarctica. Antarctica. Ah, yes, the Antarctican uh, Empire. No, it's the, it's the Australian domain. Ah, yes. Oh. Yeah, no. Nah. Ruled by sapient penguins. <laughs> the Antarctican domain, of course. Uh, yes. The, the godlike penguins. Can you just imagine like a shard, like Odium, just appearing as like a godlike penguin? Oh, God. <laughs> Can someone we, make we a get, fan art of that? 
We we get White there and, and there's just like a research center with uh, Chris uh, taking notes on uh, the magic. Uh, oh please. please, I'm into this. I'm into this. Let's do this. <laughs> You know, we should probably do like a podcast on Elantrian magics or Selish magics mm-hmm. because we we yeah. wanted to do more history and culture here. But like there's a lot of detail on Dakor that I don't think we've ever talked about on the show. Yeah. So we should probably talk about that and maybe we should read Elantris before we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing that's been that's, We should probably do that. But like there's a lot of Selish magic systems. There's a lot going on here. It's a big place. Yeah, one of the bigger places. Like I would, I was, I was as, as I was prepping for this. It struck me that we don't really understand anything about the Shayod. Hmm. Yeah. Like it's a thing yeah. that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's. And we know that it's caused by Elantris, like by the city. It's a mechanism of the city. Let's I mean, look- we, we, we know a couple of things, but it's... Yeah, but that's about it, yeah. It sounds <laughs> like we have enough for maybe one or two podcasts, to be honest, <laughs> on Selish Magics. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, maybe it'd be helpful if we read it in the last five years. Uh, <laughs> we'll fine. do that. And maybe, and maybe these uh, glossaries and languages and just this mm. random stuff on Brandon's website that are now mostly broken. Uh, <laughs> Any other thoughts, guys, on history, culture, stuff? Did Did you like my intro about sharks? Uh, it's very important to this show. <laughs> much. I mean, yeah, it was so important. Just want to say the name of the one uh, Fragan city, Gmods, I get a lot. Like, oh Yeah, as you do. I personally like on the map the the big thing Fjordan on that plateau of mountains or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, sure. Those are very strangely shaped mountains. Yep. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, let's go on to who's that Cosmere character. This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tian. Tom. Raze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? Call. All right, listeners, you know how the game is played. You send an email to WTCC at 17shard.com with five clues and a character that those clues correspond to. I read each clue aloud on air, and after each one, our contestants have the chance to guess who's that Cosmere character. Are they all going to be Selish? Are we only going to think of Selish things? (laughs) Or will it be Roshar again? Don't don't be silly. Was sent in Uh, by Fire Moss. Don't be a sellout. Oh, <laughs> Clue one. This character was born into a cult. Don't tell me what to do. Is it Teft? Um, is, it is Teft. I was going <laughs> to. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Easy. All right. Yeah. We're cruising. All right. See, Easy. I, I was going to guess Teft, and I, I sacrificed my guess so I can make yeah. a pun. I, I was going to think about the Jaskari mysteries. But no, there's not that many people that are born the, into the, cults in the Cosmere. Yeah. 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 What were the other clues? Great, easy work. The other clues are, clue two, this character used to be a sergeant. Mm -hmm. Uh, Clue three, this was the first to believe uh, Kaladin could, like, inhale Stormlight. All right. Uh, Clue four, this character believes he is inadequate and unworthy. Clue five, this character is a Night Radiant. See, you should have led with that fourth one. It's quite appropriate that Firemoss send it in. It is very appropriate (laughs) that Firemoss. 
All right. You know, next. we have a we have a what's that Cosmere location? Oh yeah, Ooh. let's do it. Yeah. Is it gonna be cell? Because I got that map right here. <laughs> it's it's Gemma. I, we probably should close that map, I guess. Morden. Yeah. Mordzen. <laughs> All right. Um Why door? That's what Warren Seed is. <laughs> let's just guess. <laughs> It all can right. be a planet, country, town, notable structure, or anything in between. Okay. All right, so this, all right. This this was sent in by Adam Baker. Okay, interesting. Hello. Clue one: This location is not a country. Oh well. <laughs> Wydor, we're in seat. No, it is not <laughs> um, the Palinaeum. It is not the Palinaeum. The entire planet of Cell. <laughs> it is not the planet Cell. Is it Storm Seat? It is not Storm Seat. This is fun. I like this. <laughs> I love this already. Yeah. Yeah. Clue two. This location has been visited at least once on screen. Okay. The entire planet of Scadriel. <laughs> <laughs> the entire planet of Scadriel. Uh, well, I. So you're doing planets. I'm going to do buildings and guess the Colonar Palace. It is not the Colonar Palace. Is it? I don't know the name of the. Is it the Reshi Island? Like the um, giant. China. Yeah, it China. Is, it is not uh, hmm. the Reshi Island. Was it viewed once on screen or twice on screen? Visited at, at least once. At least once. Okay. In other words, we've visited this place. <sighs> There's a lot of options here. It at least rules out a lot of the Fjordish places because. Yeah, it, it does, it does, it does. I'm like, okay, this is not a lot uh, Okay, this map is useless now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to say Keep Venture. It is not Keep Venture. Bold, not going to Roshar. I know. Clue three. This location is in a major city. Is it Credit Shaw? It is Credit Shaw. What? Wow. What? <laughs> what? Marvin just slaying us today. <laughs> Dang, so oh. close, Eric. Ah. You were like two buildings away. I know, I was close. <laughs> ah. I got the right planet. Yeah. Eventually. And right era. And right era. <laughs> and I was thinking palaces. Oh, buildings, brother. Clue four is that this location was the residence of a lord. Clue four, five, the lord mentioned previously was a main antagonist. Interesting. Go. Good. I, I really like that. Good. Well done. I like that. I like could that. technically have gone towards like White Sand or something, like one of the... the oh, great. One like, of the buildings yeah. there. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to stump us, send us Taldane things like that. <laughs> Ah, yes, the helm. Ah, yeah. yes, the helm. <laughs> that place that they went to on that ship ride that one time in part in volume three. No, the helm is... Oh. Yeah. yeah. Lerzare. I... Can I say... Okay, so this was, this was a cell podcast, so we're going to talk about names. So... <laughs> Brandon, putting L and R next to each other at the beginning of a name... It just doesn't work. It does. Yeah, does he do that? Yeah. <laughs> the, the name of that of that place yeah, is. Yeah. It's, it's it's pretty awful. Is it, is it some languages? Vowels. I thought wow, it was just I kind of forgot how crazy this was spelled. 
it's l-r-a-e-z-a-r-e like whoa that's a lot of vowels uh i i think one of the e's might be extra i need to double check no no it's not i just looked on the map oh you did yeah but i feel like it wasn't on in white sand volume three i don't think it was spelled with that oh hi you're green hi i'm I'm green don't worry about it It's Ian. <laughs> hey, it's it's Bruce Banner. Hulk <laughs> <Oak> smash. <laughs> yeah, really I feel like in this, the this language. I don't remember. Anyway, anyway, that that's fun. But uh, oh, yeah. what if we end this? <laughs> sure. Please. Thank you guys for listening to this thing that we just made if you want to see more things that we made you can follow us on facebook twitter soundcloud and youtube uh you can leave us a review on itunes and if you want more nebulously good episodes then you can support us on patreon i guess (laughs) but you know i hope that you were reminded about what's going on on cell or what could go on or what could go on yeah i mean i imagine it will be exciting uh, to mm-hmm. see more what's going on because we've only got one hint of it. And let's wait for the next theory. episode where we <laughs> explain the exact mechanics of shark fights in Svodden. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We did not talk about uh, shark fighting at all. That's that's definitely their magic system, right? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. Hashtag nailed it. Maybe maybe Brandon can make it a magic system where he has sharks with freaking laser beams. It's like that. You could do that. You do she that. Would, the symbols on the sharks. Patterns. You you it tattoo the shark. Height based magic system. <laughs> a height based magic system. Kite. 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 Oh, oh, kite. Kite based. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying height based. That would fit cell, I guess. Like they would fly the kites in a certain pattern, and then <laughs> something happens. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> How do you do that from their perspective of just like, ah, yes, I must. I hope the wind goes in this certain direction or else I'm completely screwed. It must be pretty hard to train in that magic system. You must become the wind. You must something. be devoted to it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta and be really devoted to the wind. You can't well, you try and control the wind. You can't control the wind. You know, you can't, you can't dominate the wind. The wind dominates no. you. <laughs> If you blow hard enough, you can. <laughs> All right, we're done. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, good Bye. cheers. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>